0: everything happens for a reason sounds a little bit like it is an outside reason that has been assigned we say everything is happening because of the vibration offering that you are setting forth
1: everything that is coming to anyone is coming in response to what they've been thinking about as you think a thought it activates a vibration and as you continue to think it that vibration becomes stronger until eventually you call it a belief. A belief is just a thought you keep thinking.
0: Hey guys, my name is Chloe and you are listening to the self made podcast. This is a podcast all about self and the belief that you yourself can create your own reality. I'm so happy to bring you along on this journey with me here. We can talk together about self development, self love and self care, positivity, gratitude, mindfulness, spirituality, the law of attraction and so much more. Before we get into this week's episode remember to give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the self-made pod to stay up to date with all of our content and information about new episodes and guests. You can follow my personal journey and things I get up to at Coco McHale on Instagram and Twitter too. Also make sure you follow and add the podcast to your library so you never miss an episode.
1: Hi Bee. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good, you know, just maxing, relaxing.
0: <laughs> love that, love that. Excited to chat today and give the people a little dose of weirdness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think they're ready.
0: <laughs> I don't think they're ready either.
1: <laughs> but yeah, what have you been up to today? I got up a little bit earlier than normal because we had like a little video chat. With some <laughs> yeah, of our let's friends. not talk about this. <laughs> Someone <laughs> out.
0: So um, the story is, guys. Let me just let me just tell them what happened this morning. So we decided that we wanted to have a group uh, video call. One out of five lives in New Zealand, so there is a what is it, a twelve or thirteen hour time difference, something like that. Yeah. So we had to figure out, you know, a time when she would be awake and when the rest of us would be awake. So I suggested nine o'clock in the morning because it then would have been um, close to her bedtime and it just kind of would have worked out really well. So we were like, "Okay, cool. Yep. Nine o'clock. And I didn't remember, even though I was the one (laughs) that suggested it. The other four members of the Hive had the group chat. I woke up at like half nine and just was going about my morning, like made my smoothie and like all
1: that stuff. And then,
0: <laughs> and then I text, I text you and was like, "Oh yeah, you know, still okay for the podcast." And you were like, "Yeah, we've been on video chat." And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even
1: remember, even though it was my suggestion, which is oh, so yeah. typical me. It was just like where's Chloe where's Chloe and we all just were like well you know she's she's probably asleep asleep. (laughs)
0: honestly like I've just been doing all-nighters and staying up late doing all of this podcast stuff yeah like I've just been in, in you know when I'm on a roll with something I just don't like to stop I'm either like an all or nothing kind of person when it comes yeah, to like sure. work and stuff and I think yeah. once I start working I can't stop but once I'm in my lazy phase it's hard for me to start like do you ever yeah. get that I totally get that while I've had the passion and the motivation behind it I've just kind of been going for it but yeah sorry guys <laughs> in
1: that situation haven't you when you're in that zone where are like you know yeah what? Oh, just keep going with it while I've still got the momentum <laughs> definitely yeah the momentum
0: the momentum has been there it caused me to to forget about um, <laughs> our group chat but I did slide in for like five minutes before I had to go because I was recording another podcast episode this morning so yeah I caught like five minutes of it but yeah we'll have to um we'll have before to reschedule re- okay. <laughs> re- for a while I know I blessed you for five minutes look do you know what that's all you guys can handle five minutes is all you guys need like <laughs> Microdose.
1: yeah you I mean it's too much like and, and I know you agree <laughs> I mean, and I already had this scheduled for today, so I was like, "You know what? I'm going to be chatting to her for bloody hours later." No,
0: <laughs> too much of me for one day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so
0: introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. What do we need to know about B? Who is she?
1: Who is she? Who is, is she? she? <laughs> oh my god! If I was introducing myself to someone new, I would probably be like hi my name's B. my full name is Bethany because everyone's always like is your name Beatrice and I'm like no B." <laughs> yeah. and then after that I would say I work in the film TV and theatre industry I'm a creative I'm in the art department and I love dogs I'm vegan <laughs> yeah and I've known Chloe since I was about seven or eight years old wow time flies when you're having fun Time definitely
0: flies <laughs> like you say we've been friends for such a long time I think you are like my friend who spurred me on creatively because we was both so into art and when you think back to our friendship and just all the things we used to do like do you remember when we went through that phase of recording videos and like editing them on iMovie like I feel like we did everything We literally did everything. We'd make music, we would make video, we'd make... I don't know, like we just used to be so creative and I think sometimes you know I miss that side of life where we just kind of just did whatever we felt when all
1: your possible. options are open yeah
0: like we just did things that we enjoyed and there was nothing that we wouldn't try like say if we just had the idea to do something we would just randomly just start doing it and our friendship has always been based on just being creative and just having fun and just not really caring like what anyone thinks Hundred percent, which I, I love and obviously you've taken that into your career which it was just obvious like there was no doubt in my mind like when I was younger and obviously you used to talk about what you wanted to do when you was older it was always like yeah I want to do art and I want to be creative there was no way you was ever going to have another career I don't think yeah. that wasn't <laughs> like centered around that and it's like I never even questioned it I never thought oh I wonder what is going to grow up to do like I always knew that she's just going to do something creative she's going to be arty she's just going to pursue that side of herself and I just I love that you are doing that Because you dream about being an adult for so long and then I feel like you don't actually realise when you become an adult and then you look back and you're like, oh my God, I'm actually the adult that I was like dreaming about. Nah, I can't relate. I
1: still don't feel like an adult.
0: (laughs) You always say that actually. You always say like, when am I going to feel like I'm an actual adult? You are though. No one ever has their shit together. Not even adults. (laughs) True. (laughs) Even if maybe like you've got your shit together financially or whatever it may be, there's always some aspect of your life that no one sees. That is just you know like that cupboard that you everyone has in their house and it's just full of shit <laughs> like, my whole house is that <laughs> but no one would know about it but you just keep it <laughs> locked, locked away and it's just full of all the stuff that you Under just do to... <laughs> i feel like even in the last year like, you've achieved a lot like you've moved out on your own like you have your own flat now with your boyfriend you are an adult don't live in denial babe
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe it. i just don't want to be an adult chloe did you think of that <laughs> Um
0: <laughs> I mean <laughs> this is going to be like a therapy session at this I point
1: I am baby
0: <laughs> So okay I have a question because obviously we are both vegan we both love our food I feel like the thing that excites me most about being vegan is like trying to make things that and creative in the kitchen yeah just getting creative and maybe make things that I used to be able to eat that maybe I thought I couldn't eat anymore but I can find ways of trying to eat it so yeah my question to you obviously at the time of recording this it is quarantine like we're being quarantined and we're Mm -hmm. you know self-isolating and we're staying home so what has been your favorite quarantine meal that you have made so far
1: oh that's so tough I know I know I don't think I'd be able to say one. You're coming in with the hard-hitting questions here though. I'm getting deep on you. Well one of the best things about having an Italian boyfriend is obviously the food. Yeah shout out to Mirko. He's locked himself in the bedroom so I can uh, sit here and talk to you right now. (laughs) Oh that is oh that's love right there I love that. (laughs) (laughs) But I think like One of the meals that springs to mind is he made an aubergine parmigiana and it was honestly like one of the best things I've ever had. It was so tasty.
0: He was telling me about this actually, because he sometimes will message me on my, because I have an Instagram for like all the food that I do. And he'll sometimes like, he'll reply to my story and be like, oh, what's this? So I think the other day, I think he's, he mentioned that because he was trying to tell him, I was trying to ask him, I think how he made it. Or I said like, what did you use for the parmesan? I can't actually remember what he told me, but it sounded amazing. And I was like, oh my God, I really need to try it. Honestly, that.
1: it was unreal. You need to make it because it was just so good. When he was making it, I was helping him kind of like coat the bits of aubergine in like a batter just out of like flour and milk and I was kind of roasting him for it because I was like you know what is even the point of doing this step can't you just use the aubergine as it is and he was like nah like it adds like a layer of flavor and I was kind of not trusting him on it but honestly like (laughs) if we hadn't have done that then it wouldn't have been as delicious as it was (laughs) yeah there's
0: something about putting butter on aubergine because have you ever had it from the Chinese that they do like the crispy aubergine Oh, no. see, I didn't even know it existed either yet. But my brother, so my brother's vegan as well. Fun fact for everyone, my brother is also vegan. So it's quite fun yes. because we'll kind of find things and then I'll tell him about stuff. And then, especially like when you order food as a fact, this sounds so like sad, but when you're like the only vegan in, in your family, like, and then you have to be the odd one out. Yeah, to order like different stuff. Like at least I've got him to be like, oh, we can eat the same stuff. This. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I feel, I feel um, a unity bond with my brother like, yeah. over, over our veganism. But yeah, so he loves Chinese. Like he, like, he decides to get takeaway nine times out like, of ten, it's Chinese. And he started ordering. I think they call it like crispy fried aubergine or something. And I was like, what the hell is this? it's unreal i don't know if every chinese does it or if it's just our chinese but it's literally just um aubergines like fried in that crispy batter and Mm. he always gets it and i tried some of his and it was really good so yeah same as you like i've always loved aubergine but i probably would have thought oh like what what's the batter gonna do like is it actually gonna make that much difference but Mm. it really does do you know what though I think I know this conversation I, I'm loving this conversation and it's gone into food and I could not ask to talk about anything that I'm more passionate about to be honest should start a food podcast really um, but I think I really feel like food has just brought me that extra layer of comfort in this time and I know that sounds oh, so yeah. sad but I feel like when there's not really as many things to fill out your day as normal or your routine's different to normal and your day just has a completely different agenda and a completely different structure I think having those Meals there for me, it just gives me something to look forward to. Yeah, <laughs> sounds so sad, but you know, like, because and because I enjoy cooking so much, and like I say, I enjoy the challenge of making new things trying new things and seeing how it's going to turn out how can I make it taste better and flavors and everything like I genuinely enjoy my time in the kitchen yeah I think it's a it's a chance for a lot of people I think to fall back in love with cooking because I know a lot of people and oh, no, I've never understood this because it's never been me but they'll just see food as a necessity they'll be like oh you know I eat because I have to like I don't eat because I enjoy it or I don't I don't cook because I enjoy it I just cook because I need to eat and whenever anyone used to say that to me like it used to feel like I was personally attacked because yeah. how can you not enjoy food like, like me, that episode
1: like- of brooklyn 99 where captain hull is like if they could just invent a pill or a sludge that has all of my necessary dietary requirements that i could just eat once a day then i would <laughs> cannot relate that's, to that. that's mad to me like, but there are so many people who
0: who have that and i think it's, it's it just depends what your relationship with food is and i think it can go both ways you can either be completely addicted to food or you can just have no emotional connection to it at all no i mean i
1: think we both have quite healthy relationships with food so yeah i feel like for now anyway
0: <laughs> literally <laughs> like that vegan junk food life is dangerous because you can oh my god get the nicest
1: Things like there's so much out there now. Um, Have you had the Linda McCartney like southern fried chicken?
0: Yes, they're so good. Oh my so. god, she does fish pieces as well. I feel like she does like yeah, those. like the little goujons. Yeah, yeah, those are really good. Like she does some banging stuff actually. Yeah, okay. So, quarantine and maybe making new habits or new things part of your routine. I know you said to me a couple of weeks ago, you were like, Oh. I want to get into like gratitude, journaling, and being more mindful about what you're thinking about in terms of gratitude and stuff. So, have you started doing any of that in quarantine, or do you feel like quarantine's given you a bit more time to focus on things like that? Like, how have you been getting on? Have you been doing it
1: or? Um, I think it's definitely shifted my perspective a lot. And I think like in the last couple of days, like I've been speaking to some people who are maybe not in a good headspace as I am. Because obviously like I'm not great, but I don't feel like I can't get out of bed. I don't feel like, you know, what I'm doing is worthless and I don't feel like this is all futile. I'm in a pretty good mindset considering Mm -hmm. Um, so you know I've had the opportunity to speak to some of my friends and loved ones who maybe aren't feeling like that and maybe are feeling really down and obviously when you're sort of presented with that situation and you're trying to cheer someone else up it's obviously makes it easier for you to switch it when you're talking to someone else if that makes sense
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: so you know if I was down and feeling really crap about everything I would find it really difficult to be like, oh, you know, well, you are doing your part because you're staying indoors, which is what you're supposed to do. Like, I couldn't do that because I'd just be like, oh, like my life's rubbish and feeling, you know, sorry for myself. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I'm saying it to someone, you know, who I care about, it's easier because I want to make them feel good. So easier for me to say, you know, you are doing your part. You're not worthless. You're not any of those things that you're telling yourself you are because you know, there's a lot of people who maybe are in a different situation to you. Like at least you have a nice place to stay. Like the people that you're with, you know, you can put up with, they're not going to put you in danger or anything. Like Mm -hmm. you've got food, you've got all this other stuff. So at my flat, for example, we may not have a garden, but like we've got a little patch of grass downstairs that we can sit on sometimes if the weather's nice. And I think
0: it's just looking for those those little things and I think right now I think it's making a lot of people really kind of hone in and say look I haven't got maybe everything that I would like but at the same time a lot of us do have everything we need that in itself is like such a blessing and I think it's nice that you've kind of said that you find comfort and you find it easier to be grateful sometimes when you're helping others to feel grateful and I think a lot of us do that and I know that it's the same with me like I could, on the inside internally I you know my whole world could be falling apart but if my friend comes to me and says you know X, Y, will be able to give them the sickest you know motivational speech and I'll be like no you're better than this and you can do this and blah 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 and like <laughs> then that's not necessarily how I feel on the inside and I think sometimes it's about channeling that for ourselves. And I know that you're definitely a person where I know, even if you're going through it on the inside and there've been times where I know you're going through it on the inside. Like if I came to you and needed you or whatever, like you're still going to be there for me and you're still going to help me to feel better. And sometimes people would never even know that you're feeling that way because you kind of don't let that side get in the way of you being there for others and it just it really made me happy when you said oh you know I want to start doing that gratitude journaling and I want to start writing down stuff because I think for the longest time I think you've always kind of projected your positivity onto others and I I think that yeah I think we all could do with projecting a bit more of it on ourselves and cultivating that internally for us not just other people There was no doubt that I know that there's probably people in your life who come to you because I feel like you are just very, you're very like level-headed and calm. Like I say, even if on the inside, I know like, because I know you so well, sometimes I know like the inside of your head's like scrambled egg, (laughs) 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 like a literal scrambled egg. But then on the outside, you just be like, you know, I'm okay. (laughs) Yeah, on the outside, you're like a boiled egg, (laughs) nice and smooth and, you know, quite firm to touch. Um, Yeah yep but if you threw that boiled egg it would just smash all over the fucking place <laughs> so yeah that was a quite a good analogy actually <laughs> how have you started to implement that for yourself have you have you been writing things down or has it more, more just been like in your thought process do you feel a bit more positive or you know starting to think about things that you're grateful for like in your head or have you been you know making notes of it
1: um I've started making notes. I'll admit I haven't done it for a while. At the beginning, I did every night before you go to bed, write down five things that you're grateful for that day. And I started doing that. But obviously, I everyone finds it really hard to make a new habit. But I feel like I'm the worst <laughs> for making new habits and breaking habits. I just find both of those things really, really hard to do. I will admit like, At the beginning of quarantine, I was not in a good place in my head at all. And I was finding it very, very hard to get up and wake up at a normal time and go to bed at a normal time. I think a lot of us did though. I think a lot of us at
0: that initial, because we were still finding our feet and it was all very much like new and it was like, what is going on? Like the sleeping pattern was out the window and yeah, you were just going through all of these motions that you just weren't prepared for, like totally unprepared for.
1: Yeah, in the last sort of couple of weeks, like I've been forcing myself at least to be up and awake by ten, half ten. I know that's still kind of late, but like, you know, I'm giving myself some slack. It is quarantine after all. And if that's earlier than
0: what you've normally been waking up, then that's an achievement in itself. Exactly.
1: And I feel like that has definitely made that in itself has changed the way I feel. Like even if I'm not really doing a lot, even if I'm just, you know, watching something on telly or I'm on my phone, like at least, you know, I'm up and doing something rather than just feeling sorry for myself in bed like just wanting to be asleep. <laughs> so yeah, I think just something as small as that has already sort of made me feel a lot better. And I don't know, just trying to take more joy in the little things, I guess, can be really difficult, especially when you're seeing, you know, the four the same four walls <laughs> every day. And even if you try and implement somewhat of a routine, sometimes it can just get a bit boring. <laughs> So yeah, even if it's just like, you know, the light looks really nice outside today or, you know that bit of brownie was really tasty or it's making
0: us just appreciate that those are still blessings that this is just because we've been so conditioned to feel like life should be so much more than what it is and i think we go by other people's pillars of success and we look at what other people are doing constantly on social media and you know hearing about other people's success stories and then it makes us feel like what we're doing is just so minuscule and like we're inferior to those people But actually it's like, do you know what? If I woke up today, you know, I managed to get out of bed. I'm healthy. I had food. I've got a roof over my head and I've gone to sleep peacefully that 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 in itself is just amazing and I think it's the perspective aspect of life and I think just really looking at things from another angle and being that actually I am not going to judge it by what I think I should have I'm going to judge it by what I actually have you yeah know? yeah 100%. no I love that and I feel like I can definitely see a difference in you like now to how you was like a few weeks ago I know there was a lot of anxiety around certain things and just feeling like I think it's just the fear of the unknown like not knowing how long this is going to go on for I think people are kind of getting a bit more into the groove now of okay we're here like we're not going anywhere anytime soon we've got this far and we're okay so let's just keep plowing through and just keep well, going that's all
1: like. can do as well you just got a truck on through and like know that maybe not you personally but others have definitely gone through similar if not worse things and they were fine and, you know, when you've got people around you who are just there to support you, you know, that gives you that comfort blanket. Like every mm-hmm. time, you know, I phone my dad, he'll be like, just before we say goodbye, he'll be like, now, nah, are you all right? Do you need any money? Do you need any groceries? Like, and he'll do that every yeah. single time we talk and we talk at least, you know, once a week at the minute. So even that in itself is just something to make you feel better and a bit more secure just to know that even if things were worse than they are now like there is someone there
0: yeah who's there for you and I think it's caused a lot of us to check in more with each other and even us girls like obviously we have our group chat we speak every day in there without fail, even if it's about you know something stupid or you know it could be something serious like we talk about obviously anything and that is a constant thing but I think even us we've been making more of the time to you know have things like video calls and you know really checking on each other and I know that me and a lot of some of my other friends we've just been just checking in and being like how's your day been are you okay like what's going on today how are you feeling like and I feel like it just makes you realize we're so blessed to have so many people around us who actually care about us. And we have that support system and we have that network. And there's always someone that you can lean on if you should need to. And I think sometimes you, you just get so used to just having people there because it's just, yeah. you know, everyone's got family, everyone's got friends, but some people don't have that. And some people don't have that support system and that network of people that they can literally call up. At any like any given time, like we could call any one of us girls, mm-hmm. and we're going to be there. Like, tell me what's what's up. Ha- what's up? What's happened? Like. There's not, you know, not everyone can say that they've got those people there that they can rely on, and I think even just that human aspect of it, like having people around you and not taking that for granted, that for me is is so important as well. And yeah, that's so nice that as well. Like, you know, you've always had a good relationship with your dad, but it's funny how sometimes you can put distance between between everyone, and it, it almost makes you feel closer. Like, I've even got to the point where people are like, oh, you know, I really miss this and that, and I really miss this person. And I know it sounds bad, I don't, I don't find myself in like I miss anyone like Mm -hmm. obviously I would love to see people but because I feel like we've still kept in touch and I feel like you're all very much there without being there does that make sense like I've never really sat there and been like oh my god I really miss this person or
1: that person
0: like maybe Mm -hmm. I'm just a bit of an introvert like I've realized I love my own company way too much
1: (laughs) yeah I mean I definitely have both sides of extrovert and introvert like I love meeting new people. I love spending time with people I love and care about. But on the other hand, like if I spend too much time socialising, I just end up having a bit of a breakdown and I'm like, I need to be alone right now or I am going to punch someone in the face. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm, I can totally relate. I'm literally the exact same. Like there's
0: not many people on this planet. The only person I can spend time with 24-7 and I don't get sick of is my dog like any hu- <laughs> any human like it, there comes a probably time I, know I going to
1: say that
0: there's like a 12 hour not even 12 hours I'd probably even say six hours if I'm with someone for longer than six no leave me alone <laughs> I have just realized I'm so introverted like for two weeks now my phone's been on do not disturb I don't want to see a notification unless I've physically gone onto my phone and looked <laughs> for a notification like don't bother me <laughs> <laughs>
1: like you're you coming not into my space how I want to exist <laughs> yeah like I don't know I
0: sometimes I do think I'm a little bit too <laughs> introverted because I I've realized now I could go a very long time without seeing anyone as long as I can just call you up once a week and facetime you and and keep in touch like I don't I don't feel like I need physical
1: <laughs> interaction
0: with anybody no, like <laughs> if
1: I was literally by myself like if I was in this flat and no one else no dog no boyfriend no friend no mom no dad nothing like if it was literally just me in a flat I probably I just don't even know what would happen no, I think see, that to me sounds like heaven absolutely yeah. like one day I
0: think I'll be that person who doesn't even have a phone because yeah I just I just love it I absolutely love it I'm just very anti <laughs> anti-social. And <laughs> anti everything.
1: <laughs> but
0: yeah, no, I, I love I love everything that we've that we've spoken about. And I feel like hopefully it inspires, you know, other people to, you know, maybe look at their life and look at all the, the things that they have and appreciate. And I definitely I'm I'm such an advocate for the gratitude in before bed, going to bed and just reflecting on the day. Finding five things, even if it's so small, like you say, oh, you know, I had a really nice brownie today or whatever. It might sound so silly, but on a grand scheme of things, just writing writing it down as actually physically writing it down and and focusing on it for a few minutes before you go to sleep. Like you're gonna go to sleep thinking about those things. You're gonna go to sleep feeling happy. You can't you can't feel grateful about stuff and it make you feel bad. (laughs) Like you're only gonna feel great when you think about those things so it really helps like I'd say if anyone's never been opened up to that idea or you've never heard of that before doing that and you think oh actually that sounds really good I really 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 highly recommend it because once I started doing that I feel like I noticed my life just changing and I noticed that I was getting more out of life because I wasn't expecting so much out of life so what about your best moment of this year so obviously this is a hard question because this year obviously has <laughs> been a very weird one so far it was so over
1: before it even began
0: it was it was i mean i feel like 2020 was like a great month like january was like good and then i feel like past january just everything started to go <laughs> yeah a little bit left um because we're trying to find the positives and everything so this year what has been like your best moment so far um surprisingly I can think
1: of a few (laughs) that's good that's really good go for it I love that um so obviously Mirka and I actually started off the year really well because we went to Cambodia on holiday so that was obviously really really nice because we're both in the entertainment industry and January is normally not very good freelance wise so we figured you know we'll go away that way we're not stuck in crummy old cold England. We're like in another country, having a good time, getting a tan. So living yeah, living our best lives, you know, petting all the dogs, eating all the noodles and rice. <laughs> Love that carby Barbie. It was. <laughs> that is what I was and still am to this day.
0: <laughs> I'm a carby <Barbie> percent
1: <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> um, So yeah, that was like basically the is probably gonna end up being the highlight of the year, (laughs) the way that. And then in the last couple of weeks, I've actually managed to get onto a mentorship program that will hopefully like help my career and help me get onto bigger and better things basically was so amazing yeah I was so proud when you told us that you that you got that so yeah I think those are like the top two things I'd say of the year so far that's good
0: I mean at least you even like some I know there's people out there who I probably would ask that question and they'd be like (laughs) (laughs) nothing (laughs) so you have not even just one but you have like more than one thing so and I'm sure you know you said oh you know the trip to Cambodia probably going to be my highlight the thing is the year's not over it is only what it's going to be May which is only the fifth month of the year like there's still so much of this year left Like who's to say what's going to happen you never know like me and you might both be billionaires by that point (laughs) so anything is possible and I don't restrict myself (laughs) from anything (laughs) yeah you never know that's sick I love that I love that I just want to touch on the word authenticity. So like I said, our friendship has been very much just do what you feel. And like I said at the beginning, like we're just going to bring the weirdness to this week's episode <laughs> because that is just, I feel like there's just no limitations with with us and our friendship and we always encourage each other to just be ourselves and you're someone that you just, to me, you kind of, the word authenticity just sums you up. Cause I think you've always been someone who just expresses yourself. You are who you are, like, take me as I am kind of thing. And I've never, I've never once heard you say, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't know if I could do that because what might people think or that like, you've always just done everything with such certainty and such kind of self-assurance, if that makes sense. And obviously I think that comes naturally to you as a person and I think you know you you've had like an amazing upbringing and definitely there's been people in your life that I know have kind of shaped you and molded you into the person that you are like I love like your family and stuff like that and And I think that is such a big thing like when how you grow up and how you know you're treated by people like your parents and the things that they instill into you and they tell you you know you can do this and you can do like that your mum your mum and your dad I think like quite similar to my parents in that sense like they're they're always so supportive of anything that both of us do which I think helps so much and we're so lucky to have parents I think that have always been like that but what would you say kind of, you know, tips for anyone who maybe is listening to this and think, oh, I wish I could be my true self and I wish I could just express myself and not care what people think. And have you got any kind of tips or is there, is there any like secret to how you are as a person or would you just literally say,
1: you know, it just comes naturally, honey? <laughs> I mean, I think part of it is, <laughs> it is, you know, just one of the things, it is natural because like you said it's part of it is probably to do with my upbringing like I lived with you know my mom and my nan my nana who were both well my nana was you know a really powerful woman Mm -hmm. who knew who she was like she was an amazing amazing woman my mom is also an amazing strong you know courageous woman so I grew up being told like you said like I could do whatever I want. Everyone was always very supportive of all my decisions. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, it's difficult because on one hand, I do have a kind of, fuck you, I'm going to do what I want attitude. you. <laughs> on the other hand... <laughs> and that's not hand, in an
0: aggressive way anyway if anyone's listening it's, it's not even with aggression it's with love
1: <laughs> yeah it's just like oh you know I don't really care what you think so I'm gonna just do it <laughs> anyway yeah um, but on the other hand like obviously that sort of nervousness comes in sometimes that anxiety comes in sometimes but I don't know I think sometimes you just really need to step back and just think like especially if it's someone who comes into your life who you don't know very well you haven't really known for a long time and if they're telling you or acting as if you're a sort of person that you're not then the way I think about it is like they don't actually know me like I know myself a thousand times better than they know Mm -hmm. me they're only seeing me from one side everyone is a whole multifaceted person with a thousand different sides to them and you know people might see one side of you they might see multiple sides of you but at the end of the day you know who you are deep down and you know the sort of person you are and I think you just kind of need to trust yourself sometimes trust your intuition trust your gut i don't know like i think i'm quite stubborn as well so if i put my mind mm-hmm. to something then i'm going to go do it and if someone tells me that i can't do that thing that i really want to do then I'll kind of be sad about it and be like, oh, maybe they're right. But then I'll be like, you know what? Fuck them. Like I'm going (laughs) to show them that I can do that thing that they said that I can't do. Like, I know that that's not me. Like, of course I can do it. And I don't know. I think sometimes it just lights a bit of a fire under my ass because I just want to prove that person wrong
0: (laughs) but you have that internal internal battle with yourself. it was almost like that argument with yourself like Mm. the people might get into your head and you might think oh you know they're right and then it's being like no it's challenging that inner voice and I think it's 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 having a bit of back chat and being like no you know and I think was there any would you say there's any times in your life then where maybe someone has directly made you feel not good enough and then that maybe why you know that now that you are. Do you know what I mean? Like, did that teach you that whatever anyone's opinion is of you doesn't matter? It only matters what you think. it uh, Was there times when, you know, you've actually experienced that firsthand then?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's not necessarily that, like, what people say doesn't matter. I think it's more to do with how you use it. Like, mm. if someone if someone tells you you're lazy you're rude you're this that and the other and you could just brush it off and be like oh you know they're just chatting shit but not necessarily about saying oh no you're wrong and just kind of like brushing it off it's kind of about how you use it afterwards because like I said before like someone you know will be critical of me or whatever and don't get me wrong I am quick to take things to heart but I am also quick to temper and I'm quick to defend myself. (laughs) So if someone says something about me that I think is wrong, then I might not necessarily say it to their face that I think they're wrong. But in my head, I know that they're wrong. And I think to myself, how in future am I going to go forward and make sure that no one thinks of me like that again
0: yeah 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 it is it's it's about using using that to fuel what you're then going to do in the future not dwelling on it or not letting Mm -hmm. it kind of indent Your perception of yourself or anything like that is is taking that comment and either you know nurturing it and saying okay maybe this person you might say maybe this person's right maybe I am lazy maybe I am these things but then it's like okay still how am I then gonna change that into rewriting my narrative and saying okay. I'm going to make this make me a better person, I'm not going to be bitter about it, I'm not going to let it make me feel any less of myself or, or whatever it may be and I think that's something that does come with experience, I think sometimes you have to go through those times where maybe people have made yeah. comments or they've said something to you and it's, it has kind of touched a nerve and you've kind of been like oh okay,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know. But also but, I feel like you know it's also one of those things that you talk about a lot and I think us girls talk about a lot as well is that about everything happening for a reason although someone saying something mean about you it hurts and you know you're kind of like oh why would someone do that at the same time you've got to think well what can I now learn from this and how am I going to make this even if it's just to the lesson is just to toughen you up a bit. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean?
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. Like the thing is, you can find any, everything in life is either a blessing. Or it's a lesson that like even if at the time, like you say, it hurts or it might not be your ideal situation or scenario, there's always something that you can take from it and it happens to you for a reason. And it's not happening to you, it's happening for you. And I love that phrase because I just think it helps you to turn any situation, whether it be negative or, you know, whatever it might may be, it's realizing that, you know what, despite the fact that it's not what I wanted, I can still turn it into something And I can still use it because it's been given to me for a reason. And sometimes you don't know how strong you are until you've had shit thrown in your face, you know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, sometimes literal shit, sometimes metaphorical shit. (laughs) When the shit hits, you have to find a way to clean yourself up. (laughs) Yeah. So the question that I've been asking everyone on the podcast every week is what does being self-made? mean to you?
1: I think for me personally at this time in my life, being self made is resilience in the face of anything. It could be things holding you back in your career. It could be things holding you back in your personal life. It could be anything. But I think so long as you show resilience and you know, you just put your feet in right in the ground and you stand your ground and you're like, I'm going to keep going no matter what, then that, you know, says so much about a person. Yeah, just the ability to sort of face adversity and be like, you know what, this shit thing may have happened. But without this shit thing, (laughs) I wouldn't be who I am today.
0: Definitely. I I feel the same. That's definitely part of what being self-made means to me, you know, smiling in the face of adversity and finding that inner strength and not letting anything be able to take that away from you. So obviously you said about your career and like the industry that you're in, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: networking, I'm sure is quite important to you. So if there is anyone listening that thinks that they want to connect with you,
1: where can they find you? How can they hit you up? How can we check out what you're doing, what you're up to? Um, well, my Instagram is at Bethany B, and that's B E E. And then either on there, there's a link to my website, or you can just go directly to my website, which is wwwbethany elmer That's E L M E R. dot com, and there you can find all my work, my prop stuff, my fine art, my art direction. All of that kind of thing if you're in the industry or you just want to look at my lovely work I just want to have a nose just want to be nosy I have,
0: a just nose out. Just have a butchers you know yeah. yeah honestly definitely check her out guys so she's super talented and like she said she loves to you know meet new people and talk to new people so slide in her dms if you feel like you could <laughs> you guys can maybe work together or even if you just want to make a new show friend, me a so. picture of your dog yeah show her your dog send her your dog pictures you should have an email address that is be like dogs at bethanyelma.com <laughs> <laughs>
1: please <laughs> i really need it because um, i don't have a dog and i'm in quarantine and all i want is a dog <laughs> <laughs> thank you B.
0: thank you so much for coming on i really enjoyed our conversation today as always obviously. And thank you guys for listening. And until next time, we will see you soon.